Here we go again. And uh, on this one, I'd like to get back to a topic which is ocean data. Ocean data, but from a different point of view, as we've been approaching it from multiple ones. And uh, there are names that now get more and more associated with it, such as Fugro, um, Mercator Ocean from the Copernicus, and so forth. And um, as the world continues to develop and further refine its ability to use, deploy, and understand ocean data, I found a fantastic article in um, Crema's Media's Engineering News, and it's engineeringnews.co.za, to give us an African perspective of things, which is going to be a very fast-growing market very, very quickly in this very specific topic. And uh, probably the term market should include interest, field development, and so forth, not just uh, remunerative uh, dollar and uh, whatever currency, rand in this case, uh, topic. So here is the article, and it's called How South Africa is Using Spatial Data Technology for Coastal and Oceans Monitoring. The article was authored by Natasha Otsendal, Media Senior Deputy Editor of this uh, same uh, publishing house newspaper. Um, here we go. A Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, acronymed CSIR, implemented oceans and coastal and coast monitoring program is proving to be successful as the multi-stakeholder program embarks on its next phase. It aims to make an even bigger impact. The system was conceptualized by the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and the Environment to use existing observations and data to derive ocean knowledge suitable for use by stakeholders and make knowledge on the ocean more accessible to the public. The project, which is being implemented in partnership with the DFFE, and many other key stakeholders, including the Department of Science and Innovation, has achieved extensive progress in oceans and coast monitoring as the teams work together to develop solutions that could not only help citizens, but protect the country's vast 3,200 kilometers coastline, contribute positively to the economy and mitigate ocean-based illegal activities through the use of technology. Contracted by the then Department of Environmental Affairs, the CSIR, under its e-government impact area, researched, developed, and implemented the Oceans and Coastal Information Systems in 2016, which forms part of the Operation FAKISA, Marine Protection Services, and Oceans Governance Walkstream Initiative 6, National Ocean and Coastal Information System, and Extending Earth Observation Capability. Aligning with the then DEA and the mandate of FAKISA, FAKISA is P-H-A-K-I-S-A, if you want to look it up, the CSIR leveraged its existing advanced spatial data technology stack and further collaborated with various stakeholders through Operation FAKISA to begin the very first implementation of the OCIMS, says CSIR, Spatial Information Systems Research Group leader, Sives Govinda. According to the CSIR, OCIMS, applies satellite remote sensing and geospatial information, provides operational wide-area monitoring, and avails information products to support and enhance 
decision-making for the governance of South Africa's 1.5 million square meter exclusive economic zone and coastal lines. OCIMS includes the integration of data, data processing, data analysis, visualization, reporting, and alerting to effectively and efficiently identify, monitor, and predict events and threats with end users, including government industry, such as large-scale and artisanal fishing, aquaculture, oil and gas exploration, and public users involved in recreational activities. The scope of things that need to be done in relation to the ocean is endless. From safety at sea, mitigating pollution, surveillance and climate variability, to loss of biodiversity, says DFFE, oceans and coastal information management, System Senior Scientific Advisor, Dr. Marjolaine Krug. The main point of OCIMS is really to provide a platform where we can put out to the public and to the stakeholders the data that is collected, and from that data, generate better knowledge and therefore make better decisions, she explains. Govinda outlines the need for the use of spatial technologies is to be able to have sight of what is happening across the vast coastal area and the response required as well as it need to determine any future trends that can enable government to develop policies to mitigate potential challenges and find potential solutions. Initially, one of the big things that we wanted to do was to create a store or an archive of all the earth observation data that is within government departments, because every government department has data that is potentially very valuable, but it is not shared or there is no mechanism for sharing. CSI, our principal project manager, Riette Pretorius, says. Pretorius explains that the project evolved from a few technical demonstrations revealing the possibilities, the value and the impact of what these technologies could have on the daily work, into the development of systems with a large stakeholder group spanning the DFFE, the State Security Agency, environmental agencies, aquaculture agencies, fisheries and council management through various technical advisory groups. She tells Engineering News and Mining Weekly that it enables an eagle's eyes view on a large enough area to make decisions without having to send people or vessels out to sea. The nearly decade-long multi-stakeholder project has delivered several decision support tools tailored for coastal flood hazards, fisheries and aquaculture marine domain awareness, marine spatial planning, the sea state and water quality, besides others, with plans to develop more based on priority, the maturity of existing tools and according to an agreed technology roadmap. The impact to date has been significant, with the focus on early warning support for harmful algal bloom detection and oil spill detection, operational support for for small or large vessels planning operations at sea, compliance and and enforcement around regulation of fishing, vessel tracking and pollution monitoring, and planning and assessment support for marine spatial planning. They can literally monitor the ocean, the vessels coming into our EEZ, and make decisions on where there are potential risks or even how to mitigate severe storms, for instance. Pretorius refers to an integrated vessel tracking tool that is operationally used on a daily basis, mainly by the security cluster departments and fisheries to monitor the EEZ, checking what vessels are coming in, their speed and what they did. 
It is a very effective tool that has a massive impact on curbing illegal entry into South Africa. She cites examples where the OCIMS Integrated Vessel Tracking Tool assisted with the tracking of vessels fishing in marine protected areas, which were subsequently caught and successfully fined for fishing in illegal waters. Another decision support tool is the Aquaculture Support Tool, which is able to, besides others, identify when harmful red tides events happen and determine the size of such events. A red tide event in 2015 caused a walkout of lobster stock of 114 million rands. However, with the support tool, the CSIR can now liaise with local government, law enforcement and environmental agencies when they expect such an event to occur. Pretorius comments. Krug adds that if the conditions for aquaculture are improved and they do not lose stock owing to red tides, more money can be invested for growth. Further in 2017, a harmful algal bloom caused aquaculture farm losses in excess of R50, that's 50 million rand. However, the aquaculture and fisheries support tool can monitor and predict these events. We started identifying these blooms, identifying risks, and began monitoring them actively, Pretorius continues. In 2019, a similar bloom resulted in no mortalities owing to improved farm mitigation measures and information from the aquaculture and fisheries tool on bloom location and operational planning. There is also close collaboration with the National Sea Rescue Institute, where the CSIR, in conjunction with the South African Weather Service, developed a tool for the rapid calculation of a search area in the event of somebody falling overboard or lost at sea. Various navigational aids are used in the calculation of a search area considering the sea states, wind direction, and currents, which traditionally took about 20 minutes. We have developed a program into one of our service decision support tools that can help to do the cal that calculation in under a minute. In the second phase, the CSIR aims to not only deepen its expertise in technology, but also deploy some of the more recent developments and extend a hand to South Africa's neighbors. We began working on water quality as well. It is one of our less mature or new services that we are starting to embark on now, one which we hope will have a massive impact within the next year or two, Krug says. Another development is the building of ocean models around the Algoa Bay and Cape Peninsula areas in collaboration with the South African Environment Observational Network, or SION, to provide simulations of the ocean currents, temperature, and salinity in three dimensions, and provide a forecast five days ahead, she adds. Govender says prioritization is centered around what a community most urgently requires, working collaboratively with short, medium, and long-term objectives that are driven by the needs of the community and the needs of the legislation with input from the experts. It is about how do we solve South Africa's problems. The bottom... Uh, question mark, right? So, the bottom line is at the end of the day, we have to respond to national priorities where you can make the most impact. And then you try to and prioritize the development according to that, Krug adds. She also points to a large benefit in that OCIMS provides more visible pro opportunities. People can use the data to create new tools within the areas or sectors they operate, while non-governmental organizations can use the data to better understand the environment. Krug says that while the system is funded by Operation for KISA, 
and initiatives for marine protection and governments, as well as the DSI and the DFFE. There are departments that may not contribute financially directly to the project, but they share data and they make it available, which is a significant boost for the system. The more data, the better the system is, with better decision support. It's not just us working in isolation. We welcome anyone who wants to contribute and help grow the system. Because it's not about us. It is really about working with the ocean in a better way. Govender says it enables building technical capabilities, unique capabilities in a very specialized field, while protecting the coastlines of South Africa and the rest of Africa. The CSIR is also working with African Union to expand the project into a broader Southern African region. The work that we are doing on OCIMS not only benefits us as a country, but is going to benefit the continent. Many African countries have limited budgets and physical coastal surveillance, leaving only earth observation and spatial information system tools that can help them remotely monitor and track. We still believe that we are scratching the surface, but I think we have a lot of good work ahead of us and a high impact. Well, I hope you found that article relevant. In, um, in fewer words, it's summing up a lot of the issues around ocean data, as you have collaborations and you have shared use of data, but not every source will be able, legally or willingly, to share their data. And the, yet the, the economic model has to be found within each of these different um, elements or parameters in order for a successful uh, ecosystem in the field to be able to take off and survive. So it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses. Um, and the fact that they're going into a larger region, um, you know, is going to bring up other questions undoubtedly. So I'll be following this. And I hope you found it sufficiently interesting so that you can follow this exercise in other parts of the world, wherever you're listening from. Thank you very much. Until the next recording.